This was rad. It's wholly rad. Way rad. Fully rad. To say that was gnarly. <laughs> To this was Rad Podcast. This is a podcast where two guys watch movies from their childhood and determine if they still hold up. I am Paul. I am Greg. And that's the first time I think in six or seven weeks I've done an official opening like we're supposed to do so people know who we are. And uh, uh, Greg, Greg, there's always a new listener. Oh, well, oh you're going to go with the Stan Lee school where... Oh, it's, it's always someone's first issue. Uh, it's, thing. it's radio one on one. Every every listener tuning in could be their first time, and you need to make them feel as welcome as your loyal fan. Well, that's good because for my first time, you're going to hear the audio from my computer in a bizarre feedback loop uh, for the first uh, like three or four seconds of this recording because um, I forgot to shut it off. So you're oh. Gonna- that's oh. some great audio <laughs> editing you're going to get to deal with, my man. Um, and I'm going to laugh like I, a hyena if the if, if the opening is complete garbage now and you can't even use it. So, uh, well, let's hope not and <laughs> go from there. Um, so uh, we uh, we are this was Rad Podcast. We're going to go ahead and, and talk about another '80s movie. Uh, for our podcast listeners, you will notice that the opening theme song is a little different from what we've had. Uh, that is our classic horror month theme song. Uh, that's right. I, I you don't, you don't kill a classic. Exactly. And we are doing horror month, of course, where we watch horror movies from the eighties all throughout the the podcast month of October. Uh, we're going to get five episodes in. I also want to apologize again, a little house cleaning. Very sorry about the lateness of the edits and all that. Uh, this past weekend was my anniversary weekend. And uh, oh, congratulations. And, you made uh, it another year. I did. Uh, lo and behold, podcast did not come first. <laughs> and and I'm I better think, for it. I think the secret to all successful marriages is yes. not putting podcasts First. I believe so. I believe so. However, all good divorces do put the podcast first. I do love a good divorce. I am not going to lie. <laughs> I am not above that. Do you, don't you just hate those people that have like the, oh yeah, everything's fantastic. Yeah, we're just going to, you know, split everything evenly. And hey, we're going to go to each other's birthday parties. It's like, no, no, hate each other. Yeah, I want I want more of the roses level like animosity. I want real angry people. How can I live vicariously through your aggression on Facebook if everything is just hunky dory? It just yeah, you know I I I just get the popcorn out and I just watch. Everyone loves a good train wreck. Oh, he cheated on her with her best friend. That's that's my popcorn impression. No, I, I was I was just <laughs> raptured listening to the popcorns. It's like I was having the popcorn. It was amazing. So, Gregory, 
uh, movies that have popcorn uh, when you watch them. What this, a segue! You are, I'm, I'm killing you are it, killing it, two for two, <laughs> doing it. I, I'm, I'm, I think I think you should now introduce yourself as I'm Paul Segway King. <laughs> yes, and yes, I can announce as I'm Greg uh, Hanger On. <laughs> no, and, no, yeah. you are thorough via contributor. Uh, you're, you're the game master. You have all the games. <laughs> I guess, yeah. You know, yeah, I guess, I guess, know, in a weird way, it's true. <laughs> take a bite of the apple that you're given. That's what I say. Greg, hey, whatevs. Yes, was Friday the Thirteenth Part Three D. We're gonna get into that. Oh boy, rad! And what do you remember about that film, Greg? You know, in the '80s, I feel you could nail everyone into two camps in the '80s. Uh, at least for our demographic, and that is you are either a Freddy guy or a Jason guy. Yes, yes. Super rare to do both. You were either one or the other. Yes. Uh, Now, I was a Freddy Krueger guy. I thought Freddy Krueger was way scarier because... He could, whatever you were afraid of, he was going to, it was coming, you know? Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Jason was more, more grounded, I guess, which is saying a lot, um, because someone could show up to your summer camp and attempt to murder you, I I guess, you know, there was, there was a little bit of reality there. Yeah. But, um, uh, every single one of these movies that came out was insanely rad in the eighties. There's a reason that they made a Friday the 13th and a Nightmare on Elm Street every single year. Sure. They all made money. Yep. They were guaranteed to be cheaply made. You know, you you blew all your money on effects. You know, no big actors, nothing. Almost never any returning actors. And you, it, it, yeah, every kid loved these movies. They were, they were rented like crazy and you know everybody had their favorite one and their favorite death and all this other stuff so this movie was absolutely rad in the 80s nice uh i surprisingly was a jason guy uh freddy krueger even you know as we're kind of finding now um i kind of found him kind of goofy more cartoonish and really uh, not, yes. you know, not as scary, whereas Jason was uh, very much like comes back from the dead. He's unstoppable. He's always around the corner, no matter how far you've run uh, or driven a vehicle. Uh, he's always there. He's ever present. Um, and I, for me, the Freddy thing and the dream thing was always kind of like, ah, it doesn't seem real. Whereas Jason... He's physically there at all times. Like, that is a a physical being. Um, Plus, hockey mask versus glove. Hockey mask was way scarier to me as a kid. Um, So, I was was a Jason kid. Um, I agree. Every single one of these movies was rad. I think asking that question is kind of superfluous at this point. Um, But we were talking just before we went on air what we did and didn't remember about this film and you and i had the same reaction um what we thought this movie was was friday the 13th part four uh i i believed that large sections of this movie were missing until it dawned on me about halfway through oh no you know what i'm just confused Uh, now i i will say i i do have a very good reason for this 
Yeah. And I don't know if I've told this story before because I'm an old man now and I just have nothing but my story. We have time to fill. Days. Go ahead and say it. Yeah, sure. My, my glory <laughs> days are so far in the rearview mirror, it's maddening. Um, so uh, I went to a high school where the entire month of May, you stopped all schooling. Everything was done. Finals were, were done. Everything was done. And the entire month of May and a good chunk of June until school was actually out, mm-hmm. you took one class. And it was like a super intensive thing. And it's, and it's, uh, it was, it was kind of cool. They, now they only did it in my, uh, I think junior and senior year. So it was only two times. Okay. So what they did was they, they said, okay, we're going to, the, the amount of credits that you get for this May term that they're doing is now going to be added on to all the other credits you have, and we're going to change the amount of credits you need to graduate. They didn't change the amount of credits I needed to graduate. It was everyone else after me. So the school rules were out. The handbook was out my senior year, and I was looking at it, and I calculated all my credits, and I didn't have to take a single class my senior year, with the exception of the four years of English, four years of science math, and something math else. Math or science, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I told the school, I'm only taking three classes, they're in a row, and I will be done before lunchtime. So I'm going to go to school, go to my three classes, and bail my senior year, which is exactly what I did. It was fantastic. So not no one else had, like, the balls to do this, I guess, apparently. So I found a video store that was right next to the school, and for a dollar... You could rent two VHS tapes, and I would rent two VHS tapes per day, go home and watch them. Oh, my God. And that was my plan. So I rented every Friday the 13th movie that was currently out in the year 1999, and I watched them in a row. I, I like a lot of them bleed together for me. I did the same thing with Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, just anything. I was trying to fill in a lot of gaps. Okay. So sure. these movies bleed together for me a lot. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, screw you. Uh, some of us had to go to school the, the whole day. Oh, you, you, do you want to, do you want to, do you want to hate me even more? My, oh, I don't know if I could, but sure, go when ahead. My, <laughs> my, when my grandfather died, my grandmother came to live with me and she lived in, um, we were building a garage at that point. So my dad had them build an apartment that was completely separate from the house. And my grandmother died the previous year. And my dad said, you can just live in that apartment basically by yourself as a senior in high school. So I was complete. I, I had a pool table that my other my, my grandfather like had and didn't want mm-hmm. the, yeah, the alive sure. one. So that went sure. up there. It was fantastic. It was the greatest. Yeah. Uh um, this will be the last episode of This Was Rad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because uh yeah we're we're we not don't... friends anymore. <laughs> we're but yeah I did so I, I I worked my way through all the all the big movies. Uh Sleepaway Camp was another series that I worked my way through. Police Academy. Oh yeah yeah a yeah all weeks of ago. Them. It was anything that had a ton of sequels. I just I wanted to to go go through the whole thing yeah but um specifically what i thought was in this movie was the guy on the motorcycle who gets his head cut off yes yes i really thought he was in this movie well uh, you know you know what you got you know what got me was um was the the fact that there's there's no Corey feldman in this movie i like i got like 25 minutes in and i'm like is Corey feldman at the house is Corey feldman at at the baseball camp where Where's Corey Feldman? 
And then when Corey Feldman just never showed up, I was like, oh, this movie's going to mm. suck. <laughs> this movie didn't even have Corey Haim in it. Like, it didn't, no. Not, let alone Corey I don't Feldman. think anybody was named Corey. It was very disappointing. So mm. why, don't we, why don't we get into Friday the 13th Part 3D? behind me I turned around and standing there was this hideous looking man he was so grotesque he was almost inhuman he had a knife and he attacked me with it and that is critical this is the second movie we are doing where the third sequel is 3-D. Yes. Um, also, and boy, whoo, the these effects. <laughs> the second film that is the third in a series, that is in 3-D, that involves a spear gun being <laughs> yes, it does. the camera. <laughs> it does. So, wow. <laughs> um, when that happened, I was just like, huh. Yeah. Uh, it's a weird one. <laughs> I didn't I didn't make that correlation, so good for you yeah. for, for thinking of that, but I'm like, man, not another 3D, and I'm using the oh, bunny I, quotes. I love, love, love watching 3D movies in 2D, <laughs> because as I said previously, it's like a crazy person shot and edited them. Yes. They have no concept of, like, basic well, blocking and timing. It's well, awesome. You know what got to me is... I, so I don't know how 3D effects were done in the 80s, but there's clearly a second pane of glass over the camera. Yeah. And you could tell because when you're watching this movie in high def, you see all the specks of dirt and grime and, and oil on that second pane of glass. So you, it's clearly yeah. not the camera lens. It's something in front of the camera lens. Um, and it was really throwing me off through some of this movie because I'm like... I can see whatever that glass is. Yeah, and, it's and it it's it's like it's like it's like when DVDs came out, um, and and they had to like the the big one I always remember was uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. You can see the reflection of the snake when it in comes glass, up to bite yes. Indy yep. when he's in that room. Yep. and like th like there was a lot of tricks that you could get away with, you know, on celluloid film and VHS and broadcast TV. And as soon as a real high res thing came up suddenly everything became awful. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was very noticeable in this movie uh, going through. So, this movie, again, does exactly what Friday 2 did, is it kind of back, back ends from the previous movie. And, shows like, like the second Friday the 13th movie... Uh, they were they were hoping to have the woman from the the survivor come back, and they, and she said no. Nope. So they're like, oh. Initially, what they wanted to do was make this a trilogy, and you can kind of tell the way that the movie goes. Yes, yes. This was kind of supposed to close it out. Yep. But yeah, they they so they do like you said, almost like in the first movie where they're just like, oh yeah, we'll just give you the last five minutes of the previous movie. But, but they don't do it exactly the same because this one doesn't end with him coming through the glass and coming through the window in the room at the very end. Correct. This one ends with him dead on the floor uh, in the cabin. Yeah. Which is okay. But that's where that that's where it cuts off for the previous movie. Um, and then we're going to get into um, Greg. I am ready. Mm -hmm. uh, I am prepared to spend 45 minutes on the next scene alone. Oh, so so it. 
It ends with the previous, the oh, previous oh, yes, movie. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, we almost I almost skipped something critical. Yes. We have amazing credits <laughs> with amazing music. <laughs> yes, yes. If yes. we can find that music, can you just oh, I will that be. right here as I'm talking? Oh, oh yes. Oh yes, I will. It's amazing. It may be the opening, Greg. <laughs> oh, I would I would love that to death. I would now here's Friday my the 13th, problem. The seventies musical it's I was so good dying i was like this it's, is the greatest music i've ever heard in my life it's so good and uh, <laughs> so uh the previous movie ended yeah making this movie saturday the 14th because it takes place the next day uh, well, I argue, sir, this film should have been called <laughs> saturday the 14th to sunday the 15th because <laughs> no well well, uh, nope. Now, originally, Friday the Thirteenth wasn't even specifically. I, I, I think it was in the original film, but it was also supposed to be the day that it was released. If I'm correct, I I don't even think they care. But oh, okay. I'm but I like I don't I don't know if that's actually a thing. But anyway, let's well, talk about well, this Greg, scene. Well, Greg, I wanted to be Captain Literal for once. Okay, just take everything. What, whatever okay. you're gonna say for this episode at face value, and I will. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. not gonna work out. Well. No, it's not gonna work right out now. at all. No. At all. Uh, instead, we have a a long shot of of blankets drying. Uh, we have a man uh, who presumably owns that because it does pan in, and you see like this grocery store um, where they sell camping equippy. Yeah. Did you like that? Um, I, I did. It was like, well, we could fix the sign, but I think they get the general idea, well, so why bother? We could go with equip, but that seems like, I mean, what am I going to do with that extra space at the end? Might as well just throw the eye in. Why not? Um, and then we have uh, Ethel and, and and Harold, or whatever their names are. I don't know. Um, this guy is, like, he's so, like, in love with his life as it is, because he seems jolly and happy through the whole scene. This man has a problem that his wife is really worried about, and it's that he just has food hidden everywhere. He has food. He has canned food in the bathroom. <laughs> I, this this man, I want his backstory because here's here's the backstory I created. <laughs> okay, okay, yes, yes. Is yes. that he was in the Navy, and oh, he was, I'm going to say, man. probably based on his age, Nam. Sure. And uh, the big one hit. And it sunk. But he and a few other people got on a life raft, but they weren't able to radio for help. And they were in that life raft for um for like like weeks, right? So then he has to eat his buddies, and he's slowly <laughs> oh, starving Jesus. to death. He finally gets rescued, oh, and from that day on, he has to be surrounded by food at all times. Or all of a sudden, he's he's back in you know Da Nang, and he's like losing his mind, you know, and um. I I'm like, telling you, I'm telling you, no, he has, that's why it's like, there's food, you know, like, if you pulled up the couch cushions, there's like, there's canned goods and like no, dried jerky I, there, I, it's I, everywhere in the I house. totally agree, I would counter, he eats, because he's praying for the sweet release of a heart attack to get away from that wife, because she goes, you know what the doctor said, you gotta watch your health, and he just looks at the donuts longingly, like... <laughs> just i'm so close i can feel I, is that is i think every day he wakes up like is that I'm, my left arm is that my left arm is it gone is nah, it crap i can still no, feel okay. it i'm digging my grave with this knife and fork <laughs> yes, yes. i'm too I, much of a coward 
<laughs> I can't I can't shoot myself. I saw too much death in Nam. Exactly, yes. I like the marriage of them where he ate his buddies and he was like, oh, thank God I get home and I just don't have to. Harold, what are you doing? Oh, sweet death, please come for me. <laughs> and so, I can't wait to shuffle off this mortal coil. And so we see this guy, Greg. We, you love to play games. I know what the answer is, but good God. The number of people who take an active dump in this movie and don't wipe is astonishing. Oh, it's it's if if not for the fact that we saw toilet paper hanging in yes, the house, yes. I would assume we're in a world where it does not exist. <laughs> yes. That dude, we actively hear him. First of all, I don't need sound effects. Oh, I, well, God, because you're getting they dropped some money on Foley for this one. They did. They did. I, I'm okay with just the image of him sitting there. But no, we have to go with the plop, plop, fizz, fizz from the toilet. And by the way, I will say money well spent because it echoes perfectly. So so this guy, he stands up and now uh, leading up to the scene um, is... I called her a hag wife. I mean, it's kind of the classic curlers. Yeah, she's in curlers. Kind of thing, and she, yeah, right? she's screaming um, at him. Yeah. And she goes, uh, you know, she's been kind of hearing something, and you kind of see this figure moving around the backyard. The husband hears something. I will say this about this movie right now. It does a fantastic job of putting in little foreshadowing clues without making them wholly obvious that it's going to be used later. She sits down and goes, "Where's my, uh, where's my knitting needle?" Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. And it's, but it's a throwaway line. Like it, it's clearly important, but it's not like something like she goes completely mad for it or anything like that. Um, she just kind of goes, "Oh crap, I lost it." Um, we see this guy walk around, and apparently, in, in a lost scene, Jason has picked up a butcher's cleaver, puts it right into the husband spent all that money on that sweet sweet foley they couldn't do (laughs) reshoots paul so so jason buries the the cleaver into the guy's chest um he has an expression of thank you lord um (laughs) yeah and and he dies the wife goes out looks for him and hey she found her knitting needle yep she 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 gets the knitting needle back yeah she does she does which is good which is good um and then what is it what is it? Oh, we, we smash cut two kids getting out of a van. Yeah, God damn, do they love kids in vans in these <laughs> movies. Every one of them oh, starts out with a kid in a van. You, you, We may have to have a what is recurring in the Jason movies checklist because there's a lot of them. The, this one specifically, it's literally like they were like, oh yeah. Okay, guys, greatest hits from the first two, go. Yep. yep and they were yep. just like, this one, okay, for uh. Sure. All right, I got I got my script here. Uh, okay, right, uh, exterior van. Okay, yeah, we're gonna keep that. Uh, but just uh, cross his name out here. Uh, Chris is in the van with uh, uh, Shelly and uh, some other. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's like it's a real cut and paste. You job. have uh, now. You have exactly uh, a one to one ratio for guy girl, right? Actually, do we? Yes, they do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> okay. Until until the bikers show up. Yeah, it's yes. one to one. Well, how and, Mennonite-ish. And, and, and the reason why I bring that up is because in, in the other two movies, there was always the one extra. The one so I lone like how girl. they fixed that. Yeah. Greg, that's how they mixed it up for this movie. <laughs> that's how we mixed it up. Hey, we always have an odd number. Why don't we just do like, a, like an even number this time? You 
freaking genius. I could yeah. kiss you. <laughs> it's like it's like, like that, it. it's like that comic. <laughs> what should we, we need a new movie for all the kids? What if we did Friday the Thirteenth Part Two again? <laughs> Why don't we just add couples that match up? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's well, a, that's uh, this movie. Apparently, America said yes <laughs> because this movie made a decent amount of money, enough to make another uh, sequel at least. So they go in there. Okay, I have to ask Greg. Okay, which side of the coin do you fall on with Shelley? Shelley Gre- is better off dead. I no, hate you. you know what? No, I hate you is- more. Podcast is Hold dead on. because Hold I knew on. you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say Hold that. On. I do. Here's the thing. Here's the I thing. I do. First of all, no. There's no first of all. Much like when I went to go see the film It, yeah, and I saw Ben Hanscom's character, and I said, "This character is hitting a little too close to home <laughs> for old Greg here, <laughs> getting some flashbacks." Yeah. And I didn't come for flashbacks. Not cool. With Shelley, it was the same thing. I was like, "Oh no." This is this is like I'm seeing parts of my childhood. This is awful. I was, I was the opposite. I was like, I love this character. He's me. I'm going to live vicariously through Shelly. I think this is why you and I get along so well. I'm watching this movie. Uh, oh, by the way, um, our, our old host, Willow, uh, watched some of this movie with me. She came down while I was watching it real quick. And uh, she goes, what are you watching? I go, oh, it's horror month. So I'm watching uh, Friday the 13th Part 3. She goes, oh, I, can I watch? Because I kind of missed horror month. So she sat down and watched it. No joke of a lie. She sat down. I hit play again. Boobs on the screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if I'm going to hit the marks with my daughter watching a movie. We're three well. for three. However, yeah. she was on board. Shelly is the greatest. Oh no! Yes, I was. Yes. I was with. I was okay with Shelley <laughs> until he called Chris. No, 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 no. Chris. Chris is the main character. Uh, is it? Is it Vera? Vera is 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 his girlfriend or or his his date? His date. Yeah, I don't. Uh, and and yeah, whatever and, her name and, is. And she's basically like, "Hey, look, I'm I'm not interested." And she walks away, and he calls her a bitch. And I was like, "She was no, yeah, nope, yep, nope, yep. nope, nope." This is yep. the same this guy. Man- this man no. stood up to bikers for you. If we it, that, <laughs> I know we we ironically love put the put him up. I put enough put coins in the vending machine. I get what I want. But, but Shelley is the type of guy where where if they made this movie in a modern day, he gets he gets shut down by this. He leaves out everything about like grabbing her ankle and scaring her, pretending to be dead multiple times. Like, he leaves all this out, and he just goes to a website and complains about being friend-zoned. Uh, I'm 100, I'm, 100%. I'm, I'm sorry. Are those gags not funny? I was entertained. Look, you and I think they're funny, but I think you and I also have the wherewithal to go, I want to make this date like me. I am not... <laughs> okay, <laughs> Bibbs is... <laughs> I try to ignore the chat, but Bibbs, solid. Yeah. <laughs> That's a solid. <laughs> Shelly going his own way is an absolute masterpiece that needs to be written for the modern era. Oh, my God. He has a shirt with that stupid incel flag on it. Yes. 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 Clearly. And, oh, and, God. And, and we're all better off for it is what I say. 
but no, anyway, please, but please go on with your bashing of the greatest character in Friday the Thirteenth history. No, please, please here's, go ahead. Here's how it goes. Even as even as a high school, as a dumb high school kid with a admittedly sick apartment and a lot of free time at a pool table. Okay, we're, we're yeah, no, no, this no. Aside. Please remind me again for the second time. Yes. <laughs> we're gonna, anyway, that aside. I know if I want a girl to like me, and I was not. I looked a lot like this without facial hair. I've I've always kind of had the same t- body type. Um, pretending that I'm dead is not going to score me points. Uh, uh, nor is <laughs> carrying my wetsuit <laughs> with harpoon gun <laughs> to scare someone. That's weird. Hold on. Hold on. At one point, I go out loud. I go, "Where did he even get a webs a wetsuit?" And Willow goes, "At the wetsuit store." Yeah, <laughs> and I'm we, like, you know, the damn. only thing I'm pissed at is that we didn't have an awesome montage of him trying on wetsuits. That would have been <laughs> yes, comedy gold. Yes. yes. So you know? okay, we'll we'll get to get into more of Shelly. Anyway, we are jumping so far ahead, yeah, but it's yeah, so worth it. It's so worth it. So anyway, so Shelly, um, Chris, whoever the. Uh, Honestly, I didn't even get half their names. The only people that are important are Chris is the main character. Chris uh, is a Who girl is a female. In this sense. Yes, yes, yes. Shelly is a boy in yes. this case. An awkward. Uh, everyone yeah, else literally does not matter. No. Very, there's a Cheech and Chong in the back. Yes. Smoking yes. dope. Yep. Not literally. That's just uh, there's Rick names, who apparently settled for Chris. Um, we'll get into. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let's just keep going. So anyway, they show up. In a very stupid scene in which they're getting another girl for Shelly. So all of them are paired up. They're getting a girl to come out and be Shelly's date for the weekend, which, of course, means ha-ha, bangity-banging, uh, wink-wink, know what I mean, know what I mean. Um, now, here's, here's uh, you know, again, Paul, this is going to be a long episode. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> We're. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing I, like you, have done things with your friends where groups of males and females will do something for the weekend. Right. Uh, yes. Yes. I have. Okay. I have okay. partaken of the group activity. So when I was in college, we did this thing where uh, there's up in oh boy, I'm gonna guess Maine. I think there's uh, there's there's a lot of these. Um, but anyway, up up in Maine, there's a certain river where you can park at the head of it, and you can kind of float down the river over a couple of days, uh, and you can just pull off at any beach you want and and camp. Uh, all of the wraith. A lot of the rape, um, but with with way less uh, uh, shotguns. With oh, LEDs okay. On them. Oh, good. You went shotguns. I went rocks. But okay, continue. Works too. So anyway, um, when my friends invited me up, my first question was, "Well, hey, if you want me there, obviously you're going to have to get me a date for the weekend." Yeah, because I I'm I'm not just going to come and hang out with you guys and have fun. Um, but yeah, I, it's so weird to me where they're like, oh, Shelly, we got you a date. So immediately I think that this guy is everyone's like, uh, like, uh, like, like stepping stones because he like, was it like a gag where they're like, oh, we're going to get this hot chick to be like his date. Like, it'll be hilarious. No, you know what? I never get that feeling because his friends kind of genuinely like he, he's obviously the oddball of their group, but I never get that he's like. He's the dummy friend that they keep around who's too stupid to realize they make fun of him the whole time. I think he's just their awkward friend. Like we, like so many of these 80s movies that we've watched, I think he's just the awkward friend 
they happen to know another girl who's willing to come up and they're I think they're hoping that they hit it off while they're up while they're away for the weekend. You that's, know, I think that's one of I the I think it. one of the other guys actually says something about Shelly being his roommate. Uh, he does, yeah, yeah. Whoever, okay, so yeah, there you one go. of them, yeah. So, so, I, so it's obviously his roommate was short on the rent, and <laughs> yes. Shelly, who in the film we realize has plenty of cash. Yes, he does. He's like, I'll tell you what, I spot you for the rent. I get to come on your on your on your trip, and you have to find me a date. And the guy was like. No, nope. I'm going to have to call in a couple favors, but okay, you got it. No, nope, nope, that sounds mean to Shelly and I don't like it. I don't appreciate it one bit. Okay, that's 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 fine, Paul, because we because I want you to remi- remember that, that this film, while full of nice things, is about a murderer <laughs> who is brutally killing people for literally zero reason. Not for zero reason, and we're going to get into that. Uh <laughs> later on. So anyway, uh yes, yeah, so they pick up the date they go up, uh, they they get all the way, uh, they start traveling up. They, I did love the pot scene when it was much funnier in Super Troopers. Can we just talk about Super Troopers? That movie's great. Yeah, no, it's a fantastic movie. Great um, movie. Unfortunately, we can't. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, we could. I mean, we're adults. Here's all that matters. They collect everyone and they go to the cabin. That's it. There you go. Oh, Done. no, no, hold on. We have to... Uh, replacement old man uh oh who's who's, who's terrible in the road who's terrible yeah, what is that um I'm he has sorry. an eye i'm sorry i liked doom guy uh doom guy rules no he was awesome do- i Hands was down. so disappointed when they killed him off um yeah and he, and he had that sweet bike yeah he did so, so anyway, anyway they they're show up, up at the cabin, abracadabra. And, and this is where they meet Chris's, I guess, boyfriend who lives up there, Rick, um, who's it, kind it, of a they're, dick. They're, they definitely have some kind of history. I don't exactly know what. Yeah, but. yeah. It, it's whatever. It, it seems like they were boyfriend, girlfriend. So I, I kind of related to this because I used to visit my grandmother every year um, who lived in uh, upstate New York. Mm-hmm. And we would go out there every summer. And there was a girl in town that every summer I went out and I would talk to and kind of hang out with. She was a neighbor. And and that was great up until I turned like 14. And, you know, things start getting kind of awkward. And, you know, I tried to kind of make that relationship work when I got home. And it just didn't. So I, I kind of get where this is going. My problem is Rick is a dick the whole time. Because at multiple times he pretty much says his... Um, if you're not putting out, I don't need to be here. There's a, uh, what was it? Mary Jo. Mary Jo puts out. Yeah. You know? And meanwhile, Chris is like, yeah, yeah, we need to take it slow. And he's like, mm, no, no, I'd rather not. Um, yeah. <laughs> mm, I'm going to submit a another proposal. <laughs> we don't. Um, Counter offer? But I, ah, but I really like to. Wait, I mean, I just... But I would... Right, but you see, you're being selfish because you're not thinking of my needs. So I would propose you stop being so selfish and think of other people once in a while. So I would just like to say I recognize um, you as a person and your needs. Um, Yes, But I would like it if you would also, in reciprocation, understand my needs in that... Um, I've just met you again for the first time and as I've said multiple times, two years, and I'd like to get to know you again. Well, I understand that, but I think you're projecting and I would argue that you could turn this around on yourself and you're also not thinking of me 
So who's the real bad guy here? You're a real asshole. You know, I can go have sex with what's-her-face in town. No, please don't go. Yeah, yeah that's what I thought. I'm sorry. That's, you wanna... yeah, yeah, you should be sorry. You're being, you're being, you're really harsh in my mellow over here. Would you like Not to cool. hear about the tragic story of how I was attacked by a grotesque creature that tried to kill me and I can't remember what happened after you got me? Well, I mean, if there's anything that is going to put you in the mood, it's reliving past trauma. <laughs> There's one thing that's going to grease the wheels. It's past trauma. I swear to God, after she comes out of that, we could skip it later. After she comes out of that flashback, I literally went, um, so we have sex now? <laughs> I, I really had hoped when she came out of the flashback, the guy's just nude. He's like, well, I wasn't paying attention. I zoned out. What, uh, are we doing this or what? Mary Jo, what's her face is ready. I got her on the phone. So... What what do you want me to tell her? You want me to tell her I'm running over or what? What's happening? <laughs> Where's where, 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 where this go? <laughs> okay, okay. You're scared. You escaped. I don't have pants on. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, Rick's a dick. Um, Shelly uh, is up in the bedroom. I will go over every scene with Shelly. Uh, he's up in the bedroom. He screams. They go and search the entire house. Eventually, they find him in, the, uh, in a uh, bureau. And Some kind of big, like, walk-in, yeah, yeah, you know, kind of closet thing. thing. Right. And he falls out, and it looks like he has an axe through the head. And they're scared at first, but wouldn't you know, his roommate knows what's to, what'll always get, get him out of a good gag is, is some belly tickles. Yep. <laughs> Classic guy move, just tickling your roommate. That's and a then, um, standard move. And then, screw all these other people. That gag was hilarious. She should already be disrobing for him. Uh, I, ah, <laughs> uh, that's certainly one way to think about it. I think Shelley is desperate for the love of his father, or or perhaps anyone, <laughs> and yes. has the social skills of uh, a thirteen-year-old who has been locked in a closet his whole life and I'm has sorry. no concept of 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 the other and how his actions come off as anyone else. Hey, hey, hey listen, I. If I was Shelly, have worked my magic on you, showing you that I I I I can I can act, um, I can do comedy, I can do drama, um, I I I feel others' pain, I can take physical pain, um, and God damn it, look at this perm, it is on point. That's what well, I say. Well. While I'm sure his uh, understanding of, like, the Commedia dell'arte is flawless, <laughs> ain't no woman getting on shell. It's not happening. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. I feel like, I feel like they, they tried to make, I feel like they had two characters. They had, like, a sweet guy who, who couldn't really relate to people. And then they, then after the script was written, someone went, Where's where's the the prankster guy who's who's always pranking people and then he dies and they don't know that he's really dead and they were like oh we'll just we'll just have Shelly do it or whatever it's fine whatever <laughs> and like because it, it really it, it just feels weird to me yeah uh, I agree um, as far as that goes so anyway um, we now we get to the next scene which is again another Shelly scene which by the way um, this is where uh, Shelly puts on his milady fedora and goes into town with uh, Vera, whatever her name is, and there's these bikers. I, I, I'll be honest, Greg, the bikers are so well inserted into this movie, you almost feel like, God, why are they even in here? But they set up a fan... 
so you always talk about uh, what is it? Um, Chekhov's uh, Wessels, right? <laughs> yes, Chekhov's Nick Chekhov, Wessels. Chekhov's gun. Yes, right. I got it. I finally figured it out <laughs> because of the bikers. So <laughs> Chekhov's bikers. Chekhov's Obviously. bikers. Clearly, so they go into town. Um, this is where we find out um, he has money. He defends Milady's honor. Um, and, and for those listening, I am tipping my fedora hat to Greg. Yes, of course. Um, so you are. he knows. And he goes out and he um, defends her against these bikers. Uh, so there's some car damage. It's Rick's car. He's a dick. Doesn't matter. They go all the way back. And at first, you kind of like, see, see, Shelly, he can put away the prankster. He can, he, Loki can be contained so that, you know, Thor can come out and protect the woman that he is hoping will sleep with him. And I felt that was a good character development for Shelley in that in that moment. It was it was certainly nice to see him kind of like stand up. But the the, the problem with Shelley is it, as a character seriously like within this story is like he has half an arc with no payoff. Ah, uh, yes. So for instance, I agree. here's here's we, we we do this every so often where we go. How, if we were going to remake this movie, like, how would we fix the problems with it? And I'll tell you how it is. We subvert what we've been seeing where you have the woman who is like, oh, I'm coming back to face my fears or whatever. It's like a Hitchcock twist where you think she's going to be the person at the end, but it's actually Shelly. Shelly is the one with the arc where he actually takes Jason, kills Jason, and, and has come around to be, you know, he he has kind of put away his childish life and is now a man. Um, and, you know, you have the man at the end instead of the woman. It's kind of like a cool little twist. It's nice. I like that. That's that's cool to me. But instead, we just have this guy who's like a weirdo. And then he kind of stands up for somebody and then he dies. And it's, I don't know, it's just, now, to be fair, this movie is clearly how many people can we pack into a house and murder? Like, they, they were not trying to tell a lot of stories here. No, no, they were It was basically they just weren't. get him to a cabin, kill him off, end the movie. And, well, yeah, they, they, they certainly do that. Um, Greg, I would just like to say um, you brought a tear to my eye. An Oscar-worthy script is what you described. <laughs> Thank in you. which Shelley, our hero, yeah. lives at the end. Thank you. I'd like to thank uh, me because I came up with that uh, that idea <laughs> and uh, every uh, hail Satan. There, there's my speech. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Thanking yourself, really. What would happen? <laughs> what would happen if that was my speech? I just get up in in my stupid Rick and Morty T-shirt, not even wearing a tux. Yeah. Just like I did this. Screw everyone else <laughs> and then leave. No, 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 no. You gotta throw in hail Satan. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. no. Hail Satan is in there. Okay. Should I should I steal that line from The Simpsons and be like, I'd like to thank the big man, Satan. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, like yes. do the do the so, so okay, so they get back. Um, I was very bothered by the next scene. They get back. Rick doesn't know what's happened to his car, but he's willing to drive it away. They never take the groceries out of the car. No, they don't. <laughs> I was very upset by that, because there was milk. <laughs> and they just drive away. Anyway, stupid, stupid point. Um so anyway, oh, uh, so now we have the thugs come back. Um, they followed them uh, back to the cabin, and they're now was their plan? We're gonna siphon gas out of their car, yes, and like set the place on fire. Yes, they were or gonna just they were gonna burn the place down. No, they were gonna burn the barn. All right, because because 
I love the fact that they're bikers who are willing to do dangerous things, but they're polite. Say, may I have that wallet back, ma'am? <laughs> the woman goes, what are you doing? We can't burn the place down. And he goes, don't worry. Nobody's going to get hurt. Well, at least he's thinking like a, a good upright citizen. Um, right. So what he does, their plan is they're going to burn down the barn. They okay. siphon all the gas out of the van. They bring all the gas containers into the thing. And then this is where Jason kind of starts revving up his engine um, for killing, at least at the farm. Um, and I, I, I want to point out that the bikers plan to do all this in literal broad daylight. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, Jason kills. Uh, I didn't get all their names, but um, what, the, the, the white guy is loco. Oh, there's, there, there's Fox, Loco, and Ali. Okay, so Fox is the woman. She gets yeah. killed first. By the way, I was disappointed in her death. When she almost falls on the pitchfork, I think it much better. She stands up, turns around, pitchfork right through the face. Agreed, because there seems to be as many pitchforks as Jason needs <laughs> yes, there to be. Yeah. There's like four or five in there, and I want to think that that's like a little too many. It'd be like if you went to someone's garage and they had like seven hammers and you'd be like, what are you doing with all of the, what do you, uh, seriously, I think three is like a, like a, a high limit. You could probably dial it down. I think Jason walked into that bar and he's like, oh God, I need a murder implement. Oh, oh, pitchfork. I'll use a pitch. Here's another pitchfork. Wow. That's, that's, a, that, that's very convenient. Well, now I have two pitchforks and is that two more pitchforks? What is, are they a pitchfork vendor? I'm, and now he's and now he's just got like eight of them under his arms, and he's walking through the barn like, man, what what am I gonna do with all these pitchforks? <laughs> this seems like I an like, overabundance like of pitchforks. I like I like to think it's like if you or I went into a barn and found a bunch of puppies. He's just hugging them and he's <laughs> yes. naming them all. Yes. He's like, yes. This one is my favorite pitchfork. <laughs> I call this one Bendy, and this one is Rusty. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yeah, exactly. Because he's still a child at heart. No, yeah, of course, yeah, no, <laughs> agreed. So yes, he stabs he stabs her through the face or through the throat, um, and then puts her, I guess, up in the rafter there, stabs her. Uh, he... The other guy comes to check on him. He stabs him with another pitchfork. Yes. And, uh, then Ali comes in, and... So, so he kills the second guy. Um, Ali, uh, comes in, and he kind of beats him with a billy club, I guess, is the best I can Yeah, guess. it's, it's, uh, according to Wikipedia, it's a pipe wrench. Like, I, I had no idea uh, what it was. You can't tell what it is. It's, it's some small blunt object. Yeah, you, you can tell by the sound effect that it's a blunt. It's not a right. cutting weapon. Right. It's a exactly. blunt weapon. Right, So he's so. kind of beating his face in. Um, which, which we all know is a stupid move, because unless you're fighting skeletons and you get a plus two to your attack and damage modifier. Yes. You, with a person, you go with piercing or slashing based on their character class. Yes. Rookie mistake. Absolutely. Now, at this point, I started believing that Jason was our hero. And I'll tell you why. Because these, guys, <laughs> these guys showed up to hurt the kids. And I think Jason had a little bit of, what do you think you're doing? Are you are you encroaching on my territory? Yeah. You coming in <laughs> to my house? <laughs> yes, yes. Do whatever you want. <laughs> piss on my carpet. No. <laughs> you do I come into your home? Do I piss on your carpet? I don't exactly. think so. <laughs> yeah. And so he murders all the bad guys, and I'm like, oh, Jason's our hero. Hold on, gets better <laughs> because 
and we can skip right to the murders at this point because all there is is a, some we, transition it's, scenes. It's oh, it, also pretend every thirty-five seconds there's a really ham-fisted setup for three D. Yeah, be it oh someone my God, juggling it's, and it's an overhead shot. Hold on, oh, juggling the ultimate contest of manliness to get laid. Oh um, yeah, of course, right? Yeah. Uh, which if I could have juggled in college, oh man, <laughs> right. Which works because I would have had to hire someone <laughs> to carry an extra stick in case the first stick I had to beat women away from me broke. That's did, what I'd be doing. Why didn't you just juggle sticks? Ooh, right? solid man. See, I like I'm a it. thinker. You're an idea man. <laughs> an That's idea. what I like. So, so anyway, they're juggling. This is my Shelley moment. Okay, here we go. The first guy goes with his pregnant girlfriend. They've said multiple times she's pregnant, up to have sex in a hammock. Don't even know the physics of that, but whatever. Shelly looks at the girl and goes, hey, listen, you know, we've kind of gotten to know each other. Is there, you know, any chance that we could? Puts, his, puts her hand over his mouth and says, no, I'm going to go for a walk and we'll talk afterward. Now, you contend that he says bitch afterward. I contend he said shucks. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> And Shelly is shot down. I literally said out loud, I hope Jason kills her. Well, uh, <laughs> wish granted. It took a while, but eventually she was the first teen killed. And I was like, thank you, Jason. You are this yep, movie's she hero. Takes, she takes the, uh, she the, harpoon. Takes the uh, uh, harpoon right into the eyeball. Yes. Now, this is a cool scene. Um, Shelly, who apparently had a wetsuit readily available, um, and... And the lung capacity to be underwater long enough for her to slowly walk up to the deck, sit down for a couple minutes, and ponder how she was going to shut him down again because she's awful. <laughs> Milady. She's real. I'm, I'm sorry. If I'm a woman, Shelly's going to get shut down. <laughs> Rick, on the other hand, he, he can be a jerk with that bod. Did you see how he looked when he was uh, moving that hay around? Yeah, I get it. I know. We're all look, titillated, look, Craig. Look. When you Whatever. look like when you look like Shelly, okay? Yeah. You have to try two to three times as hard and no. only get half the results. No. no. That's the way the world is. No. Sweet perm, soft body, beating him off with a stick. That's what I say. No. He's, <laughs> he's like a woman in a STEM field, Paul. <laughs> in no respect. Zero. <laughs> you shut your face. Podcast over. Anyway. <laughs> So, so he has for some reason a hockey mask on. I don't know why. I don't know why. But he's has he has a hockey mask underneath, not goggles and a and a snorkel. No, no which by like the way, a regular person would have goggles. Which by the way would have been freaking hilarious if Jason had a mask and goggles and and snorkel on instead. <laughs> but he doesn't. He's got a hockey mask. And it, immediately you're like, oh, I know where that's going to end up. And uh, he goes on and he scares her. She blows him off again. As he's walking away, she tries to make it up and say, no, that's not what I meant. I really like you. It's like, too late, lady. Um, <laughs> he goes exploring, I guess, the barn. They just drop him for the next 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, like he was... Again, again, in a modern one, you just see him furiously typing on some sort of Reddit toxic forum, <laughs> and he's he's out of the picture for 20 minutes. 
I, you know I what think I mean? it's more like they were writing the script and, and he goes, he walks away to the barn. The end, they finish filming and they're like, hey, whatever happened to Shelly? Ah, oh, son of a bitch. And it cuts back and he's just still typing his manifesto like a, like a crazy person. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Jason walks over. He's got the hockey mask, harpoon. She goes, what are you going to do with that? I'm like, I passed fourth grade. I can kind of guess where this is going. Uh, by the way, Jason, crack shot. Gets right in the eye. Especially for, for someone who uh, has like kind of like one and a half eyeballs, his depth perception mask. is impeccable. So she gets it. And this is basically now where it is. We've set everyone up. It's time to knock them all down. Yeah. So she gets shot in the eye with a spear gun. She dies. Uh, the two people that are having sex in the hammock, one of them gets cut in half almost, which is kind of impressive. Um, while the other, while the woman is taking a shower. Uh, then, uh, when the woman goes back into the hammock after the shower, Jason stabs her. Uh, we've seen this in almost every movie where someone's laying down and they get kind of stabbed from underneath. Yeah. There's like another, is it the same house or a different house? You have Cheech and Chong over there. It's all um, the same house. Yeah. Yeah. They the wake house. up, okay. um, second man to take a dump and not wipe. Um, yeah. it's just, I don't know. It's an epidemic, I guess, up in the, uh, up in the, the woods of New York there. Uh, so they go they go into the house the the, the uh, electricity doesn't work the guy goes down to check it out Jason hits him into the fuse box and he just gets electrocuted yep which is yep. impressive He's dead they the come. woman gets dispatched with a red hot poker gets stabbed right yes. through her yep. I get it poker yeah, yeah okay yeah very clever yep. Jason very good on puns so uh Chris and Rick while all this is happening uh their car died when they went out somewhere yes. and they are and they walking back. back the whole time this is happening they're walking back. Yes. So Chris starts finding the house in disarray and she's like Rick 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 where are you whatever and uh Jason grabs him and crushes his skull and we see the eyeballs pop out towards the camera. Hold on a bit of trivia. I looked this up just so we understand how strong Jason is. Oh, yeah. Lay it on me. Uh, I, I did this once for uh, that, that plane uh, Iron Eagle, yes. right? Okay. For Iron Eagle, yeah. Greg, what is the pounds per square inch force required to crush a human skull? What is this measured in, like, Newtons or something? Um, uh, I did it in pounds per square pounds, inch. Pounds per square inch. So we just pounds. said that. Uh, yep. That joke sucked. That was awful. No, no, no. Um, that was me correcting you, um, as I promised I would do throughout the episode. So Yeah. Really great improv <laughs> is not listening to what the person just said to you. That's fantastic. Well, um, maybe if you were Shelly, you would have been able to come up with something quicker. No, if I was Shelly, I would have just pretended to be dead seven times by now. Because that's my that's my one joke I have. Oh, look, I'm dead. Oh. Wouldn't it be funny if I killed myself, guys? No. No, it would no. not, Shelly. No, you are no. a good person and you should live. <laughs> no. I, feel, I feel like Shelly came to your house and tortured you. And um, now you have some sort of weird Stockholm syndrome. Okay. Anyway, you said um, pounds per square inch. I'm going to say a thousand. Uh, half that, five hundred and twenty pounds per square inch. Do you know? And I found this out. Um, do you watch Game of Thrones? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Do you remember when the mountain crushed the viper's yes. skull? That's yes. That's where I got these facts from. Uh, oh, okay, solid. So Jason is not the size of the mountain. No, he's not. <laughs> not even Wait, close. Are, are these in like Westerosi metric no, no, no. system nope, pounds? No, no, no. Nope. Someone did the science of it. To, these are good old USA the USA pounds. science, right? All right. Um, what the number that I have for crushing power of the human is based on a person the size of the mountain. What okay. do you think the pounds per square inch a human could force with their arms and hands on an object? 
Oh, I'm going to say like 100. 200 is the most the mountain could do. So he couldn't even do what happened in that movie, in that show. Taint no way Jason's doing it in this one. So just letting he you has, so So what you're saying is Jason has the strength of five men. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, two and a half mountains. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, two and a half mountains. <laughs> he has the crushing power of two and a half mountains. Put that in wiki. <laughs> wow. So. All right. So now it's just Chris and Jason. And look, I do you want to go through this? Basically, it's a it's a classic cat and mouse. They're going it, it, around. It is. The only. You know, she she tries to escape in the van. Of course, it's out of gas. Um, you um, know, uh, one thing leads to another. She winds oh, up in the barn. Oh, uh, Yes. I will say the one thing, um, the one joke that w- I, I'm stealing from Willow because it was fantastic. Uh, she's going through the house. She's finding body after body. She runs upstairs. When she gets upstairs and she goes in there and she finds her friend with the knife through her neck, Willow just goes, I think Jason really likes scavenger hunts, but he likes to use dead bodies. I, w- I would agree. <laughs> and I'm like, he's, I would love fantastic. Jason's scavenger hunt. <laughs> To be somewhere. I think, uh, I think we need to track down some people and make a really cool uh, game, on a little Flash game. Yeah, there. I'm thinking like a Halloween uh, corn maze with Jason Scavenger Ooh, on. That's you have good. to find body parts and weapons. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's solid. yeah, right? Um, so anyway. Um, she gets to the barn. She gets to the barn. Hit, hits him. They fight. There's a... Last biker, Ollie, the... Ollie, ah, not comes dead, out of tries nowhere. to attack Jason. What was she Andy's... waiting for? Just, I don't know, but I I love that he he's he's like oh it's Ali oh he's, oh he's dead <laughs> that was quick <laughs> yeah right so fast um but 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 because of that distraction uh Chris gets to take the axe and, and put hit him right in the head. His head yes and he collapses and then we basically just have a rehash of the first movie oh where she God, runs yes. into the canoe pushes herself out into the water and then has a nightmare where Jason is not dead. He's he's in the window and then he runs outside. Yes. She does like a double take. He's not there anymore. Pamela Voorhees pops out, grabs her, and then it cuts back to like reality where the cops are like loading her into a Because she's uh, ambulance again. Yes. And we see Jason is his body is in the uh barn on the ground yes. with the axe sticking out of his head cut to credits the yeah. end and i was very perplexed by that ending now i'm with you i think if this is the ending of a trilogy it makes sense i i'd love to you know i didn't re- i don't do a lot of research on these movies beforehand because i kind of like just watching them and just kind of reviewing as i watch i know for a fact the first movie was supposed to be an individual movie and then each consecutive one was supposed to be a totally different story it was supposed to be an anthology every year Everyone clamored to find out what happened to Jason because he popped up at the end. And I guess moviegoers were back then were just so stupid. They were like, no, 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 he's alive. What happened to him? <laughs> so so they did unlike this. Unlike moviegoers of today who, like, you know, uh, threaten to murder and rape people when they screw up movies right. for them. So the second movie was, okay, here's Jason's story. But again, they showed him alive at the end coming through the window and audiences went, no, 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 he's alive. What happened to him? So I guess at the end, when they slow crawl into him being dead, they're just like, see, you see, are you happy? Are you happy now? He's dead. No, but no, but that, that lady popped out of the lake. I don't think that's, I don't know what to believe. Nope. Greg, that's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> no, but his mom popped out. So he must still be alive too, right? He's undead. 
and the studio just went. The studio just went. Threw their papers up and then screw it. Nineteen movies. That's right. <laughs> We're done. How much? How much? How much money did this uh, POS make, John? It made how much? Uh, yeah, make another one. Fine. <laughs> make, make twenty. How much does it cost? That little. I am shocked. <laughs> really? Have we made a movie for this little? <laughs> no, never. Not. Not even for double this. Yeah, wow. Yeah, fine. Greenlight. That is I don't amazing. Care. And they work for less than scale. <laughs> Desperate, you say? Desperate for work? Well, far uh, be it from me to, to tell them no. So, so uh, Paul, I I went first. Uh, why don't you go first this time? Was this film rad? Before I say yes or no, uh, I will tell you. I actually started getting a little annoyed with parts of this movie that it kept rehashing things that were clearly from the first two. Um, the guy falling from the tree when she walks by, um, by crashing through the window um, with the body. They did that already. Um, it actually rehashed more of the first movie, I think, than the second. Um, and, of course, the boat at the end. I mean, I, I think they were trying to, like, bookend it if it was. Again, if you if you do look at it as a trilogy, I think they were trying to bookend it. This is how the first one ended. This is how the second one ended. We're going to bookend it with a double ending. So that that part of it kind of annoyed me. However, this movie is really, really good. I think the suspense is very well done. I think they do a really good job of setting up these characters to be at least likable enough that, that when they die, you're like, ah, oh, shucks. But I think it's I, I think it's filmed very well. I think it's uh, I think just the way it's put together as a suspense horror movie is good. A lot of the special effects don't hold up. I really don't expect any horror movie from the 80s to hold up as far as special effects, um, just compared to what we have. The 3D effects sucked. They were terrible. Um, I like this movie. I think it's rad. Uh, it's the third one in the series, and I'm still calling these movies rad. I really enjoyed watching this movie. Uh, what about you, Greg? Is this film still rad? Before I answer that, it's a game that we love to play. Body count. All of them. Oh, very close. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, let's see. This is this is good because it brings in personal politics. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yes, it does. Well, Shelley was more than a person, so um, he counts as three. Uh, <laughs> so we have the two people at the beginning. That's five. Uh, we have six, seven members of the the kids' crew. So that's seven, ten, twelve, and. I'm sure there's a rando body I don't know about. So I'm going to say 13. There are there are 12 deaths unless you believe that life begins at conception because one of those women Ooh. is pregnant. So it could be 13. Wow. That's good. Actually, you know what's even better? I forgot Jason. I didn't even count him. Oh, no. He was, uh, no, no. I, actually, I did. He's the extra body that I couldn't account for. Yes. I was going to say by... By because he's not really dead, I actually did not count him. Even though I guess you could argue the movie ended with him dead. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. I went with uh, the couple at the beginning. That's two. The uh, biker gang three. That's that's five. Plus the seven. The 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 group of of seven is is. The oh group. no, I'm sorry. So I, mine would actually be sixteen because I wow. forgot about the three bikers. No, no, no. He counts as three. I was going to say, you bring, you bring that down, you're close. Anyway, okay. What's this film rad? Yes, please. 
Okay, no, man. Oh, come I on. did not enjoy this movie. Oh. I, I, this, this movie lacked. Here's, here's my problem with it. It, it is, it, it to me, this is kind of the epitome of just a cynical cash grab. They clearly had a script written that was supposed to bookend, like you said. I hundred percent believe that, but it doesn't make any sense. The whole boat scene at the end only works if you have the woman from the second film. Because she encountered Jason's mom. She encountered Jason. She has the whole mythos. But Chris is just a random girl who, like, encountered Jason and passed out. Like, it makes no sense. Yes. Why she would even know who, who Mrs. Voorhees is. Yeah. That's That doesn't make any sense. I disagree with the biker gang. I thought they were pointless. I don't... It was... It seemed like padding to me. Just like the, the two people in the beginning. It, it, it really seemed to me like they wrote... They wrote the section with the kids, and then they were like, this movie's going to be 45 minutes long. I agree with that. We, we have to tack in crap. And they're like, well, add in, like, some biker gangs or whatever. I don't know. Just, like, and pat out the beginning and call it a day. I, it, it really, it, it, the first one works because it was so unique, and it kind of, it started a genre of, of you know, it was it kind of that and Halloween, like, like broke so much ground and set up so many of the rules. And then the second one, it was kind of more of the same, but a little bit different. It was like, okay, what happened to Jason? Yeah, it's basically the same thing. He, you know, it's Jason killing kids at the cabin. It's a continuation. The third one is a great opportunity to kind of do like what I suggested, where you, you turn it on its head or you subvert a bunch of things. And instead, they were literally just like, "You liked one and two. Here's like a here's a mashup." It, it just it didn't do anything, and and I think what it was trying to do, it failed at. And ultimately, for me, even if I don't like a movie, if the movie is succeeding at what it's trying to do, then it's okay. And I I think this movie failed. I don't disagree with anything uh, that you said as far as that goes. Um, I, I it was a cash grab for sure. I, I definitely agree with that. Um, I agree. The front end is definitely padding. The only reason I like the bikers is because of that whole gasoline thing. I, when she gets to the van, I was kind of like, oh, yeah. I kind of thought, forgot about that. So I, I, I agree with a lot of it. I think I just really, I, I just really enjoyed the movie. So um, once again, it's our last movie ever, so it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a good run. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> so. Why don't we just go ahead and thank everybody that we always do. Um, Mr. Bibbs, you're still the greatest. Yes, You please. are the best. Yes, of course, you are a moderator of our live And I'm, I'm shouting out a a uh, deftly, uh, uh, deftly, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, we're going to cut this out so that it sounds like I'm not uh, high on some sort of substance. Keeping it all. Uh, thank you. Uh, a a deftly made reference uh, to the last line of 1984. Uh, <laughs> solid. I loved every minute of it. It was yeah. great. Um, so thank you. Loved very much. that more than the movie we just watched. Yeah. Um, so something we should probably start doing is, of course, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. If you're finding us exclusively on YouTube. Please go there. Uh, we are an actual podcast. You can find us on iTunes. You can download us there. If you're listening to iTunes and you want to watch us do this live or the follow-up video uh, up to one week after we film, um, you can find us at this live um, this live this podcast rad stream. live stream this live uh, this rad live stream. Um, you can find us up there. Uh, it's got our black logo, and you can uh, we have the videos up for uh, one week. Um, and you can watch us there. So 
that's kind of cool too. Um, and that's about it. Go to iTunes, give us a five star review, tell everybody that you know and love, um, and people on the street, tell everybody. Um, find strangers, tell them. I don't care. Uh, yeah, yeah. Force everyone you know take their phones. Install a podcast app, download our podcast, and then give them their phone back. Please and, yeah. uh, do that. And and that's it. That's the end of the show. Greg, what are we doing next week, sir? Riding this train as long as we can. We did Friday the 13th Part 3. So I think you know what comes next. You know him. You love him. He's the man of your dreams. Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Would you care to remember what the name of that one is? That is, is that Dream Warriors? Nailed it. Damn. Damn. Yes. So we're going to keep, you know, it's horror month. So we got, we, we, these have kind of been just like in the eighties. These were anthology movies that came out every year. So every year we're going to keep doing them uh, until uh, Greg and I uh, subsequently uh, do a uh, joint suicide pact after having yep. watched Freddy five. Um, Cause I do think that's where we're going to, Freddy's dead will also be our deaths. So. Uh, we we actually have talked about this, and and feel free to chime in on the Facebook page. I think next year will be the last one because for me personally, after the fourth Friday the Thirteenth, they take such a nosedive in quality that they're really hard to watch. I'm totally with you. I think what we got out of this one was definitely a cash grab. I think they tried on the fourth one, and then it absolutely just goes to hell. Uh, right <laughs> no pun intended zing um i like no i i yeah I five remember, six you know, seven are just terrible terrible anyway uh just so you know greg i'm probably gonna cut a lot of that because that was just boring babble of you and me talking about jason movies going on forever i disagree i think <laughs> right up front go all the way i think i think i think we lead with that okay move it around terrible terrible (laughs) that's it i'm paul i'm greg thank you guys for watching and listening see ya (laughs) i guess i fooled you huh This has been a Podtron Network production. For more of this show and others like it, find Podtron on Twitter at Podtron Network and search Podtron Network on Facebook.